When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into a special edition of the PageNX Coyotes podcast. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan. And Craig, why don't you tell everyone what this is about? Yeah, I had a chance to catch up with Coyotes uh, television color analyst Tyson Nash before the Coyotes faced the Blackhawks in Chicago today, Sunday. Just wanted to get a clarification on the comments that he had made the other night about the Trevor Zegras, um, Troy Terry, and uh, Jay Beagle confrontation in the Coyotes-Ducks game. So without further ado, let's just throw it over to Tyson and hear what he had to say. All right, Tyson, let me just start by asking you to clarify what it is you were trying to say in the game the other night against the Ducks that created such a controversy. Well, uh, first of all, I appreciate you reaching out and uh, actually uh, doing some homework and asking me, wanting my opinion on, on what I meant. Um, a lot of people didn't do that. They, they were quick to fire off uh, after just listening to a, a small snippet of, you know, one thing that I said on, on the broadcast. If you would have been able to follow uh, the story from start to finish, from the pregame show all the way through the game, how many times we talked about Trevor Zegras and Troy Terry and the talent that these guys have and the highlight reel goals that they, they scored and did score, end up scoring in, in, the, in the game. If you would have heard my uh, my call on, on the broadcast after the goal uh, and all the things that I said, I, I am, I'm all about the skill. That, that is not uh, even close to the truth and, and what, uh, what I was trying to say. All I was trying to say was the fact that, listen, this is a, a really skilled player. Um, you know, when instead of maybe saying, you know, if you want to skill it up, I should have said hot dog it up. And maybe that would have been a better thing to say. Um, but you know, listen, this is a team that came in, uh, they, they lost 11 games in a row. Uh, they're winning five to nothing in the other team's building and what people don't see and what they didn't see. And that I did see it's the smirks. It's the celebration after the goal. It's the taunting. It's the smiling at the, at the other team's bench. Uh, and then it's the poke. You, you poke the goalie and Craig, this has been going on for a thousand years in the National Hockey League. A thousand times a year it happens. You poke the goalie, usually something occurs afterwards. Why Trevor Zegers was in there poking the goalie in a 5 nothing game is absolutely beyond me. And that's all I said. If you're going to, you know, do what you did throughout the game and with the smiling and the smirking, which I saw, which doesn't always show up on TV clearly, then that is what you have to be prepared for. And to, be clear, to be clear, you were between the benches, right? I had the best seat in the house. I'm between yeah. the benches. I watched the interactions of the players all game long. And I listen, I love this kid. 
absolutely love him. Everything about him. I love the cockiness. I love the swagger. But I'm just saying, if you if you're gonna do some certain things throughout the game, there are consequences still in the National Hockey League. And the hot dogging is again probably the word and the term I should have used on the broadcast instead of skilling it up because it makes me sound like I don't enjoy the skill of the NHL, which could be farther not farther from the truth. I mean, I, I love everything about it. But also, like I when I played Joel Quinville didn't allow me on the ice in the last five minutes of the game. If I was, because I was always yelling and smirking and chirping at the other bench. So he was trying to save my life, right? But I also knew that because I did that, I had to be prepared at all times to know what might be coming. And in in my mind, if anyone's to blame in, in all of this, I mean, it's Trevor Zegras. Like I've seen, and I just don't know why he was in there poking the goalie at that time of the game. All right, I, I really talk don't. About- Let's talk about that specific play then. 5.37 left in the game, like you said, 5-0 lead. What's a player's perspective on that situation right there? And do you think what transpired was more than just the poking at the goalie? Was it about Degris' lacrosse style goal earlier too? Um, I, again, I think it was, it was the progression of the game. And if people actually sat down and watched the game from start to finish, they'd be like, okay, it's 5 nothing. These guys coming in, losing 11 games in a row. And now they're, you know, hooting it up and, you know, the the, uh, the uh, Globetrotters out there, you know. And it just, for me, it was a combination of things. You poke the goalie, that's a green light. That is an absolute green light to give it to someone that has just poked your goalie. You're protecting them. And then all of a sudden, Troy Terry comes flying in there like any good teammate does. And he gets his, his face punched in. And Jay Beagle got what, five career NHL fights. He's not a mean guy. He's not a dirty guy. It's not Bob Probert. And he, you know, went and did what he had to do. He was protecting himself. It's fight or flight mode in that, in that uh, situation. Did Jay, did Jay Beagle go too far? Do you think there was a point when he should have backed off because it looked like Troy Terry was vulnerable? No, no, not at all. Not at all. When you are in a fight, which I've been in a lot of them, when someone comes at you and you get hit and cross-checked and then the stick drops, it, you, you just you start swinging. You start swinging for the fences because you are in full defense mode. Like I said, fight or flight, you, you, are, you are in one. And that was the situation. There's no, I don't even think Jay Beagle knew it was Troy Terry. I, but when, I, when he's down on the ice, Tyson, what do you think that when, when Troy Terry goes down? Oh, after the fight? No, I mean, you know, as it, it looked like he was in he was uh, in a, a dangerous situation. At least that's some people's perception. That there was a point where it should have become apparent that Beagle should have backed off. Well, I mean, here, here's the other thing. Let me ask you: What would have happened if if Troy uh, Jay Beagle gets beat up? Would anybody be talking about this? They'd actually be praising it. They'd be like, "Oh my God, the most skilled player on the ice beat up a, an old guy." Like, it is part of the game. That's why we have fighting in the game. And Troy Terry came into a situation sticking up for his teammate that he's, he wasn't prepared for. And this is not on Jay Beagle. Jay Beagle did what he was supposed to. That's why there's no suspension. That's why there's no issues coming from this incident because it's, it's part of the game. And the guy who started it all was Trevor Zegras. And I don't know why Zegras is so upset after the game that he's surprised that that happened. I mean, he started it. I've seen a lot of skill players, and I've played with a lot of skill players. I've never seen Patrick Kane. I've never seen Alex Ovechkin. I've, ne- I've never seen Wayne Gretzky in there in a 5 nothing game poking the goaltender and 
not expecting that to happen. They just wouldn't be in that situation unless it was a big game, like maybe the playoffs. But outside of that, I, I mean, I, again, when I started chirping in late in games and, and doing stuff, guys like Chris Pronger, guys like Al McKinnis were like, can you shut up? Shut your mouth because you're going to get me beat up. So stop it. So that, there's, there's also that, right? And I think it was just a, a culmination of, of things, the progression of the game. I just wish people could take a deeper dive into it and they would understand. Last question for you, and I think I know the answer to this already because I, I watched the game and heard you, what you said about Zegras and skill and everything, but let me just ask it bluntly. You don't have a problem with players exhibiting that level and style of skill in a game? Never. I, I've never once said that. I've never, ever. Uh, and you can go all the way back to, to Hurdle when he made that play between the legs and scored for his fourth goal of the game. Any way you can get the puck in the net, by all means, go for it. But it's it's the hot dogging. It's the it's you know the hooting, the smirking, the you know uh, chirping the fans. It's all of that stuff adds up. People don't forget. Players don't forget. They got a lot of pride when they put that jersey on. And when players do that, there are consequences that still come of it. As we saw, when he poked the goalie, that is a green light for you to give him a, a, a healthy cross check. All right, Tyson, thanks for taking the time to clarify your comments. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Greg.